Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today our guest is Andrea Rusk. Andrea is the principal at Brainerd High School. Andrea, thanks for joining us today on Community Focus. You're welcome and thank you, Ken and Tess. It's great to be here. Yeah, so uh, uh, today the students have a day off for President's Day, but tomorrow dun, dun, dun. we actually have students <laughs> returning to the high school. Yay. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, this week we welcome back our high schoolers at Brainerd High School, and uh, we are taking four days to transition our students back. So we will have half of our in-person students back this week, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then next Monday, we welcome them all back. All right. So walk us through that procedure, how it's uh, how it works, who's back, when, and so on. Sure, sure. It, you almost need a diagram, but um, <laughs> I'll explain it to you. Uh, there's three learning plans that we've been operating in this year, and we started the year in hybrid. Uh, those students that wanted to be in person were assigned a group. So they were either an A group or a B group, and that's how we um, how we had students back in for most of the fall. Uh, unfortunately, COVID rates got high, and so we had to send all students back um, home and out of the buildings in November. And so we are coming back in a hybrid week. So on Tuesday and Wednesday, our A assigned students will come in, and then on Thursday and Friday, our B assigned students. And then next week, we get to transition to our third learning plan. And for the first time this year, we get to welcome all of our students that have um, opted in to be in person, they all get to come back next Monday. And what can they ins- expect coming into the building for many of them for the first time since last March? Absolutely, Tess. I, I think that first and foremost, uh, we want our students and our and our parents to know that we have taken every step we believe we can to make our school safe and to help our students uh, learn some new safety protocols. Uh, our teachers last week spent some time while they were on distance learning going over the safety protocols. We've also published a little manual to in, to share with parents and students to let them know what we expect them to do. You you might know that we have a, a little construction project going on at Brainerd School. Just a little. And, uh, <laughs> we're a year and a half into a three year project, and so when the students come back in the doors, I think they're gonna they're really um, going to like seeing the changes. We opened up our main commons, and we used to walk right into a brick wall. We came into Brainerd High School, and now we walk into a beautiful open commons. So our students are going to see a lot of new uh, places uh, that have opened up since they left in November. Cool. That's really neat. Mm -hmm. Uh, We might add that, Andrea, the reason these students are coming back, this is all driven by, uh, I believe, uh, if you will, protocols from the state and parameters uh, that have to do with the numbers here in Crow Wing County. Is that correct? It is correct. Uh, Minnesota Department of Education, along with the Minnesota Department of Health, and also our regional support team, they work together. And we look at a lot of data. And last fall, we looked at primarily the county COVID rates, but we also take a look at kind of the trajectory of where the rates are going. And thankfully, we are seeing a good decline going on right now in our county and in our state. And we also know that the vaccines have been rolled out as well. So that's certainly going to help those who have chosen to get their vaccine or are on a waiting list. And so there are a lot of, um, I think, variables. But um, I just am super excited that they uh, they have approved us to go back in person. And a number of area schools, I know, feel the same way. 
And the teachers at Brainerd High School have been offered that vaccine at this point? They have. All staff uh, in our school district uh, were offered that vaccine. And I know that I'm getting my second shot this week. And it's just exciting because I, I just, my parents have been able to get it. And I, I think it's just so exciting. Who, who would have thought, you know, last year that we'd be so excited to get a shot? Yeah. But um, I know for those that want it, um, I'm excited that the rollout continues and, and our many of our staff have taken advantage of that. That's good. Now, will you have actual protocols in school? So first thing I'll ask, teachers and staff uh, and students all wearing masks, does that continue? Tell us about some of those things. Absolutely. And uh, we saw these protocols last year, uh, last fall. And the, and the students, I know people said to me, you know, teenagers, they're not going to do it. They did. And they were so good. I, I think um, many others in our community, we could take a lesson from our kids. They, they came in masked up. Um, even, you know, we don't like it, but we do it. And uh, they also um, followed the protocols with distancing, socially distancing from each other. We have tables that are marked so where students can and can't sit. And uh, now we've also implemented traffic patterns and traffic lanes in our busier hallways so that students would be going in the same direction. And that, again, um, just as another step in our safety protocols. I can't imagine what a process this has been in prepping to get the doors back open and the kids back in. It just, I mean, you think of the traffic, you know, and, yes, and what you've done. Yes, I can't yes. imagine your staff must have been working pretty hard for this. The staff has been amazing. And, um, you know, for some of us old timers that have been in public education a long time, Boy, what we've learned this year, and they have um, everyone from our from our cooks and our custodians to our paraprofessionals and teachers and clerical. Everybody has just really said, "How can how can we help, and uh, what can we do to get these kids back in school?" Speaking of the cooks, how is the lunch system going to work at the school? So our lunchroom was also remodeled. So we have a really nice uh, new look to our lunchroom, and we've established kind of lanes in the lunch lines as well. And uh, we have a fantastic lunch, uh, the lunch ladies as we call them here. (laughs) They are fantastic and uh, they're prepared to have lunches pre-made and uh, ready to go so that students can walk quickly through the line and there isn't a lot of standing around. Are they going to be eating in a lunchroom separated or do they return to a classroom? How does that look? We actually have that option available. we, our commons and our cafeteria uh, tripled in size, Oh my! which was great timing because um, that provided even more safety for our students that want to spread out. So we are using our two new common spaces as well as our cafeteria. Okay. We also have the option that students can eat in a teacher's classroom um, and if they're more comfortable uh, there. But I'm uh, very grateful that we have a lot of new space that we can spread out. Yes, that's great. Now, uh, you mentioned this at the beginning, but some students are still opting to go, um, if you will, distance learning. Am I right in that? Correct, correct. We have a segment of our population that has decided to stay at home, and and we respect that decision in a year of so many unknowns. And so we are doing our very best to provide high-quality distance learning, Um, and we've learned a lot in this last 11 months. Uh, and how to do that. And we hear from our students on what's working and what's not. And our students um, will be at home. But again, they will be logging into their classes via their Chromebooks. And then also um, some teachers are providing live instruction. Others have prepared uh, taped instruction, videotaped 
instruction to uh, post and then students access that instruction wow. online. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive to watch. And, yeah. and uh, our teachers have really been creative this year in how they're delivering that instruction. Mm-hmm. And how about the timing of the school year now? If all goes well, they stay in school. Is graduation still kind of the same target? Is everything kind of targeted the same, if you will? It is. It is. We have a lot of targets out in our spring that we're hoping that um, we're going to be celebrating some some of these occasions. Uh, we have, I know it sounds crazy, but we have prom set for the end of April. Wow. And right now, just because we're adhering to the safety protocols, we have eight different events planned for the prom at Brainerd High School. What? Oh. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm, it was all uh, credit goes to our prom advisor. She said, let's do like these mini dances and yes. then have smaller cohorts of students so that everybody who wants to attend can do so and do so safely. And that's the end of April. And then we still have our commencement scheduled for May 21st. And if the COVID rates in this pandemic continue, you know, the rates go down, we plan on on having an outdoor ceremony uh, down on Don Adamson Field on the 21st of May. We may have to do multiple commencement ceremonies if we have to adhere to, you know, group size. But sure. We're prepared to do that. We're very excited well, and to do that planning. Hats off to you guys for to, for trying to keep it as normal as possible in this craziness. That's amazing. That right, oh, wow. right. Uh, <laughs> Tess, we're calling our new normal. We're creating our new normal. Yeah, we certainly can't go back, but um, we certainly can keep being creative and and trying to think outside the box. Now, uh, we know uh, that uh, a lot of the extracurricular activities are already on, and those have been going for a while, and that's pretty nice that students are able to participate in those events, aren't they? Absolutely. Uh, Student-athletes at VHS, it was very exciting after Christmas for us to get the approval to to bring our winter sports uh, back, and uh, hats off to uh, our coaching staff and uh, activities director Campbell. Uh, they have worked so hard to develop these new safety protocols. And I have been at almost every winter sport um, to watch a, a game or event or supervise and help support it. But uh, wearing masks and, and uh, they're not they're not griping or complaining. They're doing it. And I'm really proud of our student athletes. That's awesome. Yeah. And that tells me that, uh, again, if things continue to go as they are, the spring sports will also take place. And in these cases, uh, we're outdoors, so that helps too, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have a um, our winter sports season was delayed a bit, so they're going to be going into the end of March. And then our spring sports will start. But uh, if all things continue going as they have in the last two months, I think we're going to see our spring sports um, full in session. It's so hard on a cold day like this to think about spring and being outdoors and then outdoor commencement. It's so hard to think about that today, but it's so nice to have it to look forward to. Absolutely. Here is the best time. Um, yeah. Lots of celebrations and events, and um, I- I'm glad that uh, we're actually doing that planning right now. And uh, I know uh, last year um, when this whole thing hit and earlier even this year, we were talking about a shortage of bus drivers and some of the support personnel. Is that okay at this point? Numbers are there? Well, we still we still struggle to, to find um, people that can uh, come on in and help substitute. And so we're always looking if you're interested in a part-time position that's very flexible. I'll put a plug in. But um, absolutely, Rikert's, our bus service, is always looking for high-quality people to come on in and help support our kids and also paraprofessionals. 
help sub. But right now, uh, we feel good about our staff, and we're fully staffed and ready to go for tomorrow. All right. And if there are some retired teachers that maybe have had their vaccinations <laughs> and are interested, they can contact Brainerd High School and find out more about uh, getting on that sub list? Absolutely can. We welcome our retired teachers to come on in and get their name on the list. And uh, we know that we have some coming in just uh, this week for, um, to, help, to help out. And, and uh, we, we like seeing those faces in our, in our hallways of BHS. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's exciting uh, to know that these kids are going back. And I know I have a granddaughter that's just a freshman there, but she has said how excited she is. And I keep hearing that same theme because the students miss seeing each other, don't they? They do. And I I joked this weekend with somebody that um, that high schoolers rarely, you know, will talk openly about loving school. But sometimes it's getting something taken away from you that makes you recognize the value. And uh, we, we, I'm not naive to, to know that they may not be missing all their core subjects, but I know they miss their friends, and I know they miss the events. And, um, and also, I, I might just add that I, we know it's been really hard for them to be isolated at home, and uh, too much screen time, not enough personal time. So Wait. we're looking forward to that personal learning that we can bring. I'm just going to give parents and you teachers a heads up if you haven't seen the site yet. Once you see those school buses rolling past and rolling through as a fleet, you're going to cry. I'm just telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Tears of joy are coming your way. I'm just saying. I I hear you, Tess. And and I I do want to give a shout out to parents because my kids are are big kids. They're adults. But uh, it's been a tough year for parents to try to to navigate this because... um, you know, they, they go to work and they have long days and then they come home and, and uh, dad said to me last week, you know, I come home and my kid tells me he was on his classes and then I read the emails and then I hear that that's not happening. So we, we do feel for parents and, and, and grandparents and guardians that are helping to support the kids. And yes, we want them back. Incoming. Yeah. As Incoming. <laughs> and as always, Andrea, if parents have questions about what they need to know about students come, going back to school, is that information available on the school website? There there are a lot of resources available on our Brainerd Public Schools District website. So you can always go there, especially related to COVID, COVID and safety protocols. Okay. So you can check that website, but you can always contact me or anyone here at the high school, um, email, phone, and uh, we are happy to answer your questions and uh make you feel comfortable about having your student come back to VHS. And that's isd181.org. Correct. Yep. And that'll take you to any school, any building, any program um, through the links provided. Fantastic. Very good. Well, Andrea, we're all excited about having uh, the kids back in school, uh, (laughs) as excited as you folks are at BHS. And we wish you best of luck here as we head into the spring. Thanks, Ken. We're really excited. And, uh, Go Warriors! We're Yay. ready. <laughs> okay. Andrea, thank you so much for taking time out to talk with us today. Best of luck uh, as the students return to school, and I hope we talk again soon. Thanks, Ken. Have a great day. Stay safe. Thanks, Tess. Andrea Rusk is the principal at Brainerd High School, our guest today on Community Focus. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our community focus programs can be found anytime on our website. You just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen anytime through our free downloadable app powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.